in the sleepy town of Banksburg, at the top of Peak Audio, lies the Puffin Publishing House, the last refuge for the greatest literary minds in history. This is the Puffin Publishing Podcast. Previously on the Puffin Publishing Podcast. the wise hatchet the who hatchet it's like an e-t-t-e at the end where was i Hatchet the wise founded his own publishing house and that was successful and as you know yeah uh, competition breeds excellence the free market decides you know so a bunch of other people myself included decided that founding a publishing house of our own was the way to go and forming a league against that dastardly c- commie <laughs> fucking Buffett, Buffett publishing house. So we needed to form our own league. An injustice league. Now, Ashet the Wise, he is no longer with us. Uh, he was not able to overcome death. But his legacy lives on in our conglomeration of independent and nefarious publishing houses. How would you like to join the Traveling Wilburys? I'll join! But David Sedaris is not a proper Traveling Wilburys name. Then I will pick something wholesome, gentle, something everyone will find palatable. Call me... Scholastic! Scholastic, that's what I was going to say as well. Good job. We came to the same thing at the same time. Welcome, Scholastic. Do the traveling Wilburys. And now, audio recovered from the Banksburg, Ohio Town Hall meeting of January 14th, 1891. All right, everyone, settle down, settle down. Rabble, 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 rabble. Just stop saying rabble. Barney rabble. Barney rabble? Bring back Flintstones. No, shut up, old man, Courtberry. Oh, oh, can we bring back Topcat? Listen, old man, Courtberry, I don't have time to talk Hanna-Barbera with you. All right, everyone, I, the mayor of Banksburg, Ohio. Sure. I'm just as upset as you all are about the new publishing house that opened up in Town Square. It's named the Puffin Publishing House. Yes, thank you, Jerry. We know you can read. Just wanted we, to get the point across. You're, we know you're so proud that you can read. Me too! So things were getting heated. Mrs. Kappelbaum, can you please continue? Yes, I'm very concerned about this community, this this house 
was built up seemingly overnight. It has an almost limitless series of tenants that live in it. It's kind of like a clown car of houses. Uh, I see, I see people. They're real. They're real characters, if you ask me. Walk into this house, and some of them do really well and stay along, and some of them they just get evicted from the house almost as immediately as they come on, and they don't stick around very long, despite some of the members of the house really liking them. Some characters. of their premises are stronger than others. That happens sometimes, but I don't understand. Like these characters, they they seem like they're really just kind of bad for the community. There's a lot of things. One of them, he he wears this white suit and he slaps his stomach a lot. And he says horrible, horrible, horrible things about, about me, my family, and about the entire community. He called me a dago. I'm half Japanese. Is that technically racist if yeah, you just no, don't know what races are? No. There's a lot of these, these, uh, these tenants of this house that, that look like females or sound like females, but are very obviously males doing the female roles. There's, there's sometimes where like, there's a female in the house with them, but yet one of the males will do all the female work. I don't understand. And like, what's the logic? What's the internal logic at this house? Yeah, they just kind of throw together whatever dumb thing they can come up with at any given moment. And what I don't understand is like, it's very obviously like supposed to be a publishing house. I've never seen a single book come out of it, but sometimes- They used to talk about books a lot more than they do now. Exactly. And sometimes like, other publishing houses go to this house, but they're in the forms of, like, people. And but the like, Puffin Publishing House is a building. Exactly. What are these people yeah. that are other publishing houses, what are they building to? This is Why one, do they do this? This is one. This is one that's basically just a giant man cat looks like an orc from the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. He keeps talking about being fed every three days. Why doesn't he just eat every day instead of waiting every three? Apparently, these days are filthy. Give the days a bath. Here's another thing. It's a publishing house. They're supposed to be filled with authors, but most of the time, it's Presidents Bill Clinton, Owen Wilson, and Daredevil characters? What are they doing in a book place? Sometimes, yeah, there's just this one guy and he kind of yells about authors a bunch, but he's not one and he gets sketches all to himself. I don't understand what's going on here. And sometimes you'll meet one of these people that live in this house and they'll tell you your, their name on one day and then the next time you meet them, they'll say something that kind of sounds like the first name they gave you, but isn't the name. Sometimes they'll just introduce themselves by saying a thing they wrote, but not saying their own name. That name is right there in their pocket. It would take them three seconds to find their name and say it, but they just keep charging through instead of actually looking up the name. I don't understand. They get so many facts and references wrong, and like, they have time to edit what they say. They could easily go back and fix the mistakes they've made, but they just don't. I heard one of them refer to the Brothers Karamazov as the Brothers Dostoyevsky. What a fucking asshole! What a dumb idiot who could have thought to look it up! I don't understand! No, you know what's the most, you know what's the most infuriating thing? The most infuriating thing? is that guy. That guy who's from the movie studio who thinks he's a genius. He's fucking not. I, he thinks he always says he's a genius and he's not. He's so fucking stupid. Does he live in the publishing house or like what's the connection? Who fucking knows? Are they ever going to address 
that Puffin Publishing is an actual, real-life, children's book publishing company. Are they ever going to talk about that? There is another podcast run by the actual Puffin Publishing. How can both of these things exist? I don't know what a podcast is, but one thing I take issue with is that a certain group of these people that live in this house, they all look about the same. They all have long hair with intermittent length of beard, some to mostly glasses, but usually all they do is yell. Like, that's all they do. Like a they, bunch. And they Just th- all the time. They yell so much. And they think yelling is funny. And, like, their voice cracks because they yell so much. And they, like, put so much in their voice. And they're talking that they, like, give themselves headaches over a bit where they call someone. Or someone turns into a werewolf. It makes no sense! No, and it's so distracting that when one of them is just being super obnoxious, all the others are just in the background laughing. It's so distracting! What's so funny? There's one person that lives there. Sometimes he's there. Sometimes he's not. Yet he still is there at the house every time we visit it. Also, there was a fifth guy that lived there, and he just disappeared. All at once, inexplicably, from multiple podcasts. Yeah, and sometimes they don't acknowledge that they have multiple versions of the same character. Like, how many Edgar Allan Poe's are going to run through this joint? And they talk over each other all the time. They They talk talk over each each other all the time. They talk over each other. So distressing that we, the good people of Bankburg, Ohio, have to put up with so much. Which is why I have put together this letter to our state representative. Strongly worded. Very strongly worded. We use the word insist like four times. Underlined. Uh, very nice. Very, very and, and bolded and italicized to get the point across. Yes. And if we all just sign it. I think we can get that place shut down. And our town will one day be returned to the glory that Bankburg, Ohio once had not so long ago. Fuck em. <laughs> Excuse my hope I'm not. Who is this? Uh, it's, it's me, Clive Cussler, acclaimed author about boats. I hope I'm not interrupting anything, but there's nowhere uh-huh. to park my boat in your parking lot. He captained the Disney crew. All of these authors have other full-time jobs. Yes, we don't have a place to park his boat. But how did he get here? We're landlocked. <laughs> There's that Foley again. I keep hearing that Foley. Okay, Dave Foley? Yes. There's a bunch of kids in the hall of that house. All right, I'll just uh, I'll just call a towing truck then to move my boat. That guy should really be closer to the microphone. Also, what microphone? <laughs> it's 
it's a microphone that we're using to address the other people here at this town hall, which apparently is just three people. <laughs> Hello, listeners. My name is Ira Glass. I'm confident in that. Welcome back to Behind the Goofums, where we visit the Puffin Publishing Podcast supporting character support group, the ones that just never made the cut. Hey there, my name is Orson Scott Card. I was in a bit where I hosted a radio show, and uh, I must say that I really hate Orson. I also hate Orson, and also, and not in a way that's like ironic or amusing in its absurdity. I just don't like him. Oh, I also hate Orson. And those and I just hated things. You know, I think I would have gotten a pretty good chance in this podcast if, uh, if, uh, Kevin Lanigan wasn't such a Well, cowpokes, I'm Margaret Mitchell. I wrote Gone with the Wind, and I, um, for some reason, someone that talks like this doesn't flow as well against, I don't know, Mark Twain or even roll doll like he just i can't keep up with the rest of them it takes me a real long time to get anywhere we did a sketch once where i stubbed my toe that was 29 minutes long i said ow for the first five it went something like this <laughs> Uh, hi, my name's Timmy. I'm the other, other uh, shitty kid. The uh, Lord God of the Buffin Publishing Podcast's editing team, Kevin Lanigan, cut me because apparently I'm too reasonable. It's me, Mark Bain. Vern's normally the one that does Mark Twain. So, like, why is Mark Bain a Kevin character? Conceptually, there are a few things we could have worked on. Uh, hey guys, this is Vern. In some aspects, I am a failed character. But what I'm here for is, uh, after I realized that Mark Twain caught on in a big bad way, I thought, oh, this is easy. And so I had a sketch with some of Mark Twain's contemporaries. For instance, I had... You big dummy! It's me! F. Scott Fitzgerald! You big dummy! I also had, uh... Yeah, it's me, Henry David Throw. I'm Henry David Throw, bitch! And I also had... Yeah, that's right. It's me, Thomas Pynchon. Eh, 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 eh. Uh, but they said that, Vern, not all of your characters can be authors with famous black comedians' voices. And so I just did my best Ralph Waldo Emerson impersonation and said, No, oh, man, Eric, that ain't right. It's Hamble Burris. He doesn't have much of a... Anyway, those are mine. Yeah, uh, I'm Luke Wilson. <laughs> Not a ripe well, I don't guess. Uh, Mr. Wiggles. Mr. Wiggles, sir. Uh, yes? Um, we're your financial advisor. Financial advisor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. You're, um, you're, you're, mm, uh... Greg, I was literally at your wedding. Oh, right, Greg, yeah, you're the one who had, like, that really, really nice speech. Um, yeah, no, Greg, it's, it's, it's good to see you again. You lost, you, you lost weight. It's good, it's good to see you. Yeah. And you are Pablo. Good to see you too, Dad. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Look, no, look. listen, no, listen, Pablo. Yeah, you Dad? You can't talk to your father like that. We're, I don't we're know. In, in Looking a... at this quarter, I think I can. You gotta give me the right amount of respect. I'm okay. the elder here. Uh, okay. All right, so... Boss. Here, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna, like, sugarcoat it. Don't, You Greg. don't. All right, give me a We are massively in debt. This company has turned zero profit, but has still managed to turn so many lawsuits. Yeah. And so many other expenses. Yeah. So many lawsuits. Okay. Okay, so right. break wrote, down to Who me. wrote books this season? Uh, let's see. We had that one book at the very beginning that was Jane Austen's, like, sex novel. Yes, and you know how many lawsuits have sprung from that novel? Wait, the lawsuits can spring from a novel? Yes! When you accurately describe fornicating with a public official, yes, you can have lawsuits. Wait, 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 hold on. I have, wait, that, wait. I have that book on my shelf. Wherein does it say that you oh, fornicate? Uh, chapter 47, where, it's, where the section goes, fuck the president after I kill him. Fuck the president after I murder that bitch. Not to mention the about the author section on the back of the book. Well, did, you, did you not read through it when you approved it? Well, to be fair, I did not approve it. I was Mr. Pennybottom. Fair enough. Fair enough. But you inherited his legacy and you inherited the problems with it. She can't call her fans cunts, dad. That's not hey, cute hey, and funny. Hey, hey, boss. Dad, boss, whatever. Boss dad. Can I call right. you chief? You can call me chief. Who, who okay, else wrote chief. All right, so let's see. Um, books. Let me check my records here. I don't see anyone who wrote books. Oh, we had the Clive Cussler sleep tapes. That's not a book, dad. And That's on a VHS tape. An outdated medium that somehow didn't help its profits. Surprisingly. Um, you put in a lot of children's books this season. Yeah, a lot of children's None of them appropriate for children. No. Yeah, no, we had the whole Hitler line that came out. Yes, why? Because Hitler came in and he's such a sweet little boy and... He's Hitler! Adolf Hitler, Dad. Terms of author are very, very loose. Maybe they shouldn't be. Maybe that's the problem. Well, uh, well, let's, let's, let's look at this. Like, one of the greatest authors of all time, Mark Twain. He came back. He's to now... do a one-man comedy show, not to write books. And the thing was, he didn't even actually charge money. Everyone just handed him a pair, and that was entrance. He paid $5,000 in pamphlets saying, BYOB, bring your own Bartlett. He didn't even know what a Bartlett was. So, he thought that's what you call a North Irishman. Hold up, hold on. Uh, I need to check the inter my uh, internet slur database. Because I'm pretty sure Bartlett yeah. is a term for an Irishman. Hold Any up. Any word he doesn't understand, he hold just up. assumes is a slur. Trust me, I would know. After all, I'm Moonbounce Greg. <laughs> he keeps calling me a Furby. <laughs> <laughs> now, why would he call you a Furby? Son? Also, because he thinks that's what people called Jews in the '80s. <laughs> He's using company money to run for a public office. I think he is in the public office right now. Yeah, with company money. Well, I mean. In a public office, he's going to kick back some to the publishing what? house. What? No, he passed like eight laws. And that's illegal. <laughs> Let's ignore Twain. Let's ignore Twain. I okay, have please. an author literally running around killing people with a hand axe. 
Oh, you're talking about Gary Paulson. I'm author. talking yeah. about Gary Paulson. Yeah. The, the, Everyone knows it's Gary Paulson. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I want to do something about it, but my hands are tied. These hands. Your hands can't be tied in this situation. He's head of BuzzFeed.com. Have you tried to go up against BuzzFeed? Since when has status prevented you from being accountable for a crime? You can just fire him. Well, he's an author. But he doesn't write books. But he's an author. But if he, if he, okay, I'll give you that. Okay, fine. He writes shitty listicles. Oh, oh, by the way, why do you have Yellowstone's ex-fire marshal on payroll? Well, he's he's on the payroll for the same reason those 7,000 identical Russians are. They're very helpful. Okay, remember when the whole building burned down like a couple weeks ago? Yeah. And now how we have a brand new building? 7,000 Russians. Are those Russians documented? They're all the same person. But do they have green cards? They have one green card that they share amongst all of them. <laughs> Dad! <laughs> they're that's all, not gonna they're, fly in front of immigration! They're all named Sergei Alexander the Fourth. So do you just pay one Sergei Alexander the Fourth? No, I don't need to pay them. They... What? <laughs> can, can we at least knock so, some of these authors off full-time? Yes. We can't afford health care for these people with very serious medical issues. Well, who are you talking about who has medical issues? Okay, let's talk about your children's author with schizophrenia. Theodore Geisel. Oh, you, oh, well, Theodore is harmless. Let's talk about Victor Hugo with massive diabetes oh and weight problems. Well, that's... He, well, he's, he's dealing with it. He has a day of mourning for the last time he saw his feet. Well, true, that is that is something. But don't you be body shaming, son. All right, I think I'm understanding where you're coming are from. Are you? Here. We're I, just going to take we're going to take some of our full-time authors. Okay. And we'll reduce them down to part-time. Okay. Okay. Now, you said something about lawsuits. Yes. We need to fire Jane and we need to fire her. When did you hire? I don't think you know what you're asking. Let's move to the next lawsuit. No, no, What's no, no. What's the no. next lawsuit? Jane Austen has literally not figuratively, this is not exaggeration, 34 pending sexual harassment lawsuits yeah. against her this second. Wait, uh, this? That's not including the ones it we've is. already settled. That's not including the ones that your hatchet guy killed. So wait, so say two seconds have passed since you said that. More than two seconds have passed. But yeah. say seconds passed. She's not yeah, gaining she's at lawsuits every second. She's not for 64. lack of trying, though. She has 64 new lawsuits every two seconds. When I told her about this, she said, well, that sounds like a challenge. And then began sexually harassing people. When you say sexually harassing people, you're saying like... Fingers. Fingers? Fingers. Oh. Like, like inside somewhere. She's not even wearing gloves. To she doesn't wash her hands. Well, to be fair, to be fair, she did give me this certificate that she got online that says she's a licensed proctologist. Dad. She thinks she's death incarnate. She wants to fuck us all one last time. Also, why are there so many children in the office? Yeah. You have exactly two, I would say, assets to this company right now. All right. Polini and Green, and they're constantly fighting with each other. Wait, you said something about their children being around here. You can't- Polini's they... 19! Wait, Polini's 19? Yeah. Hold wait, up. wait, 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 Hold up, hold up, I need to take this out, hold on, wait, 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 w
If you can't name one, you fire him this second. Oh, that's Plato. He wrote the Republic. Now I like I look stupid. But um no, that one, that one. That one right there? That's Clive Cuss. You you you're looking at it. Hold on, hold on. Let me turn the it's, screen like sideways yeah, a Clive little bit. Cusser. There you go. Dad, he spends $30,000 a quarter looking for Atlantis. Your water bill is insane because of him. Well, he's constantly just trying to set it free. He's just turning all the faucets and just letting the water go. Why don't you have one of your Russians just follow Clive turning water off as he leaves a room? Well, I do. Well, the problem is, is that he hired another one of the Russians to follow that Russian. Why, and does, he, why does he have authority is over he, the Russians? Is he a head here? Does he have a team under him? Yeah, he has a, he has a team of Russians under him. Why did you promote him? I didn't promote him. The Russians just innately follow him. So wait. The Russians are holding a coup in the company? And you're doing nothing! And don't pretend like one of your tabs wasn't our cat's Reddit! Look at this fucking cat, though! We have bigger <laughs> issues! It's playing Nintendo! Dad, we don't have Look time! Look at it! We don't have time Look for at bears it. with Look. beaks, Dad! Okay, fine. Okay, so... I hear Jane. I hear Clive. I hear the 7,000 plus Russians. Yeah. Please tell me you hear the hatchet. We can't have someone murder yeah. people. I hear the hatchet. I will take the hatchet away from him. Good. I cannot promise that he will not find some other instrument that resembles a small axe, but I will take the hatchet away from him. Okay, that's now, fine. I have two more authors here. I have two more authors' files I hear. I cleared my tabs, and I have two. And the, these two are non-negotiable, so you better not tell me that there's a lawsuit involving them. Who are the two authors? First up, it's a combination. You mentioned them earlier. Nick and uh, Polini. They're still there. For some reason, their profiles are merged together on the, my computer. Yeah, they're inseparable. It's a actually really unhealthy codependent relationship. Yeah. Which we really need to stop Yeah. for their well-being. For whose well-being? Both of them. You have three psychiatrists on staff, well, and I be. can't imagine... It's not related to that. Well, to be fair, one of the psychiatrists is Sigmund Freud, the other one is Carl Jung, and the fourth one is, technically speaking, Theodore Gatt. Oh. There's also Tom Harris, the accused cannibal. Oh, yeah, no, he's an actual cannibal. Oh, good. Okay. The lawsuit came through, and he was convicted of cannibalism. All right. All right, so, listen, listen. All right. I, can, I can do all this. Okay. I got one more author I have right. to deal with. And you know who it is. I have a lot of guesses because there's a lot more authors that we have to discuss. Dad, can we just banish James Patterson back shush, to the... Shush, shush, shush. Do not mention his name. You he do not... actually writes stuff. He writes stuff. James Patterson make this company money. You said his name twice. Understand what happens. It is the Beetlejuice. You expect me to believe. If I say no, no, don't, shut, don't, shut, shut do the it. fuck up, Greg. Don't do you it. Shut the don't fuck do up. It, it's not don't funny, it, Greg. Greg. Shut the fuck up. But be mature here, guys. James Patterson is the only thing bringing in money. <laughs> it's been a while, James Patterson. I thought we had that here, dead buried. The number one earner of Puffin Publishing. Hello, James. James. Hello, James. James. Yeah. Yes. Are you done? Are you aware. done? We're trying to do business here, James. James. I'm making sure I stay summoned by saying my own name a bunch. You're here. We're not going to no, get no, rid no, of no, you. No, 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 James. James, wait. James. 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 Why do you professional? James. Why do you have so many other authors 
doing other business practices. You have people in sex lines. You have someone running an Italian kitchen. Oh, hey, hey, don't knock the Inferno. The Inferno is delicious. Don't the Inferno, Gary's Inferno the Palace. In it's high quality Italian food Inferno, and affordable American prices. The Inferno currently has an F rating and is closed down due to health code violations. And it burned to the ground. You have a literal fire marshal on staff and your businesses and buildings keep burning down. How's he supposed to stop fires before they start? Yeah, exactly. He's just teaching fire safety. It's not his fault if people don't follow it. Just Let me just leave to fire marshal Phil's defense here. I like the guy. I've been him for a little while. It's, fi it's fine. It's yes. fine, James. Not to mention the lawsuits with the education administration. Oh, Every God. author you sent to talk at a school has backfired immensely. Christopher Columbus. Gygax. H.P. Lovecraft. You want to know? You want to know why I keep so many authors on? Yes! I desperately need to know why. This does not make business sense. This does not make ethical sense. This doesn't make any kind of sense at all. He's oh, James. James. Yes? Close the windows. It's time we show them. Shut, 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 shut. It's time we show them the true reason Buffin exists. No! Wiggles, are you sure about this? We're at war, James. We're we at war? Yep. What? That's it. War? Nailed it. Yeah. Nail on the head. Right on. Sorry With to pull who? that rug out from under you. With what? With what indeed? Oh, shut yeah. up. Like, you know too. James! knows everything. He yes. conferred with me. Yes, of course I did. I have a hive mind that can possess any being. It's a handy tactic in war. But who are we fighting, Dad? Why are we fighting? We are Boy, fighting. that's a real good question. Shut the fuck up, James. You can't tell me what to do. I hey, could be you. Hey, kids. Kids. Stop, do stop, 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 stop. I will go get your mother. I will go get your mother. She's in town. I'm my mother. <laughs> exactly. I will bring. I hate me. I don't want to. Okay, good point. Gentlemen, it's time you all learned the secret of why Puffin Publishing exists. When the Puffin Publishing house was formed, it was formed via some sci fi bullshit plus some magic bullshit plus some like space magic bullshit. You understand? Yeah. It's like a whole There's bunch a of. Lot, yeah. A lot of convalescence okay. elements. Okay, okay. So it's like Iron Man meets Thor meets Doctor Strange. It's the, it's the Avengers. It's a bunch of Marvel properties. There's, there's a whole bunch Slam of- Slam fucked together. When we were created, there was something else that came out. The antithesis, the Puffin Publishing House. And it was all convoluted into one being. Hundreds of authors. Hundreds of forgotten authors. Hundreds of forgotten books. You ever been to a library and see yeah. all of those books that just never get checked out? No. They all got convoluted into one individual. One individual so full of hate and malice. We're at war with the one thing that can kill Puffin Publishing. What? Lord Random House. Sounds like Lord Random House is in the right. You are literally over a billion dollars in debt. This. You're saying random. War costs money. War costs money. I need to keep all of these authors online. I need to keep them all in shape. They cannot 
just be sitting around writing. They need to hone their skills. You think Clive Cussler is searching for Atlantis? No, we need a naval commander, damn it. You think Gary Paulson is running around with a hatchet taking down street toughs? No, he is taking down the very lowest legs of Random House's whole operation. By chopping off the legs, he is slowly working his way up and crumbling the pyramid of crime that Random House is creating. You think Green and Polini's conflict? is just a case of bullying? No, they are strengthening each other. You have never seen a Bellini rage. You have never seen a green get sad. They are two immense forces that can destroy cities. Do you think Theodore Geisel and Dr. Seuss are just a maniacs? They are there to espionage. Theodore Geisel is completely completely incognito, and as soon as he can get into one of Random House's meetings, he eats everyone! Literally, he eats everyone! Him and Thomas Harris go in and eat all of Random House's henchmen! The Fire Marshal, he knows fire is one of the biggest weaknesses of the Puffin Publishing Podcast. He does not do a good job, that is one of the things that I will openly admit to. But we have to have him here. And, of course, you brought up her name. We are nothing without our leader. I might be the editor of Puffin Publishing. I might have taken that mantle on, but when it all comes down to it, the one who will lead us into battle, our shining, perverted, sexual deviant, vaguely British light, is Jane motherfucking Austin. So you have to understand. Yes, we are in debt. Yes, I understand this. But until Random House is vanquished, Puffin has to continue as it is. For one day soon, the time will come of when all of the authors will join and we will march but random house. So okay. understand. This is war. Alright. Here's my letter of resignation. I'm done. I'm not gonna watch you sink all your assets on this made-up war. You wanna fight a battle against another publishing house? Do it alone. Dad. Dad, this is crazy. This is fucking crazy. You've not seen what Random House is capable of. I don't know what anything is capable of anymore. Mom might have been right. I might not have been meant to go into publishing. Then get out. If you're my son, then you would stand by me. But unfortunately, you take after your mother more so. She left. And you're going to leave me as well. This is a war. And this isn't a war for young men. This is a war for people with life experiences. Life experiences they put down on paper. Or on typewriters. Or in some cases computers, considering our newest authors. This isn't a war for young men. So if you're going to hand me your letter of resignation, don't even worry about it. Just go. Be an accountant. Or be a musician. Or fuck, be a sex worker. Do whatever your heart desires.
Goodbye, son. Goodbye, chief. Oh, the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man in the moon. When you're coming home, daddy don't know when. But we'll get together then, son. You know we'll have a good time Patterson. then. Patterson, find Jane. We're marching. It's time. Next month on the Puffin Publishing Podcast. After six years of preparations, the authors of the Puffin Publishing House team up against Scholastic, Lord Random House, Kindle Yurikai, HarperCollins, Dark Horse Comics, and the rest of the traveling Wolverines. As Banksburg, Ohio is plunged into war, is this the end of Puffin? Join TV's Kevin Lanigan, Joe Conroy, Justin Germeroth, Vern Tooley, and this month's special guest, Jacob Kelleher, in next month's chapter of the Puffin Publishing Podcast, Air. Tune in next time for lots more fan service. He doesn't show up in episodes as often. Also, what's an episode?